Hello, wonderful people, and welcome back to Room Rambles, a Purple Croc podcast. I've been having so much fun with all of these episodes I've been recording lately because I feel like it's a topic that I was hesitant to talk about at first, but now I'm so, I'm just enjoying it. My mind is constantly just running with ideas and things I want to talk about. And I had the most lovely feedback from literally the past two episodes, people being reaching out about the first one, excited to hear about part two, and people reaching out about the uh, crazy hookup stories and just, (laughs) I've had some hilarious messages. Um, You all were really mad at me for the short boy comment. Obviously, I tried to, as I explained, it was just a joke. I didn't didn't even know it was going to come out of my own mouth. So... I, you know, and this was three years ago. This is a long time ago. And also, yeah, a lot of people really enjoy that episode. So there will be another one. Um, I just don't know when. I think I might need to create more stories because <laughs> I used quite a lot in that last one. And saying that, I definitely still have a lot more. Um, but yeah, I think I would like to merge it with your stories as well. So um, please send in. Maybe I'll put a poll up on my Instagram story and tell me yours. Obviously, I'm going to keep them anonymous if I'm sharing them on the podcast. Uh, yeah, but that's also just future plans. Today, we're here to chat about how uni hookup cultures culture ruined me, part two. So I think last episode that I recorded on this subject, I mostly just talked about my own journey. And I didn't, I mean, I gave you a lot of how and why, but I feel like I didn't dive that deeply into it. So this week, I want to discuss more about how it's affecting me in today's life and how it of course, I think they'd meet the time, but more how it's distorted my idea of dating, my idea of hookups, and um, just wanted to share it in case any of you were feeling similar. And to be honest, I do know people from my uni town that do feel similar, and I'm just curious, um, yeah, if there's how they feel and how you guys feel, and if your unis had a similar kind of culture in terms of this. Before I get into this episode, I also just want to give another disclaimer for this week's episode for people who are related to me. Please don't listen because I talk about sex and I just chat about things that I don't think are for your ears. So don't just stop. Hit stop now. Don't listen, please. I love you. Thanks for trying to listen. Thanks for supporting me. Last episode, I discussed with you over the course of three years of my uni degree, sort of the relationships that I encountered. And I talked to you about Tinder, the use of this, and how it affected those, how it created those. And yeah, I just talked about it on a more personal level. So at first I want to talk about Tinder, of course. I mean, it's like, for some reason I wanted to say the whole crux. I don't even know what I mean by that. Maybe I mean to say the crux of it all. It's at the center of a lot of my hookup stories. It's the way I met people. It was the way I talked to people. It was the way I gained confidence in terms of sex. You know, it really was. And a lot of us discover Tinder when we are perhaps underage and might make these underage accounts. Um, Or we'll make it in uni uh, and we will begin to message people. And I guess that's how we like set up our sexual experiences. But why I think this is such a negative way to start it is because it's based per, per, like solely on attraction and solely on looks, I guess, you know, because you're looking at these photos and sure, they might have like a bio, but that's kind of it. Like in comparison to Hinge, Tinder is so fake, you know, it's just these, it's a curated amount of photos and a, like, like a sentence or like a, you know, a question that they have in their bio. I'm trying to think of some of my old bios I had. I was like, <laughs> 
What Are You Doing Friday? Which was actually from a song by Dodie, which is called In the Middle, which is about a threesome. And look, no guy ever got that. And I was never suggesting a threesome. Um, but it was... It was just like a line from the song and quite often the response that I would get from this bio would be, I'm doing you, of course, um, which I was kind of sick of and so I eventually changed it. But I honestly can't remember what else I changed it to. I know my friends had ones like um, saying, oh, you know, I don't want a boyfriend and things like that, like really stating that we were all here on this app for sex, which is like... Now, in my celibate days, it's just insane to think that, like, we were all so ruthless and so, like, yeah, I'm here. Like, we were putting ourselves out there just to have sexual encounters. And, like, I don't know, it just really, it flabbergasts me now because I'm like, I just wouldn't do that anymore. Um, Because I, I just, I don't know, I'm so far past this part of my life, I guess. But, yeah, we would have these bios and these photos and we were trying to look as attractive as possible and, you know, our conversations on these app were very to the point, you know, um, it would start from whatever line your, um, what's it called, message was, I'm trying to think, my message with my ex, I think he had a photo of this drawing of a vagina, and it was like a really beautiful drawing of a vagina, a good piece of art, and I think he'd like said on his bio, like, obviously, you know that I know what I'm doing, and I was like, I, I see you know what you're doing, but I still want to check or I want to be sure. I don't know. I think that was my sassy reply. Like, I was quite bold in my replies to people, which is why when people just replied like you or like, hey, what's up? I was never that like impressed by it. Um, so I feel like I was very, I got very good at this. I got very skilled at my messaging. I totally learned it from my friends. Like, I don't know where else I would have learned it from. Um, yeah. But anyway, that floaty banter back and forth was so key. It was so important. And it was, you know, you have, of course, the photos and you've swiped on these people because you find them attractive. Um, but then eventually it is that chat that leads you to those meetups. And the more straight to the point, the more, you know, um, ambiguity, <laughs> ambiguity, ambiguity. And like more ambiguous <laughs> that you are on the chat, the more like mysterious you are, the more nervous you are, the more you're inclined to meet up. Like, I swear that's the way it is. I'm trying to take myself back to my days of living on Harbour Terrace and being with the girls and having dinner and then being like, yeah, I'm going to see this guy tonight. And like, you would go have a shower, you would put on like a little bit, like minimal amount of makeup, um, wearing like the most like like simple outfit because you know like they're not here to hang out you're not going out somewhere you're just literally staying in your place and so you'd wear like like relaxing joggers and like a cute top and then very sexy underwear <laughs> and that was like sort of my formula so you know I would find someone have like a really basic chat decide they were good enough get ready invite them over as soon as they get over, it's like, oh, hi, how was your day? Like, it's so awkward. It's so fucking awkward. It's so weird how how it would be. Um, But that's what it was like. And now I think about it. And I just would never do this, right? One, because it was kind of unsafe. It was safer because it was a university town. And a lot of these people you knew were just like uni kids, all the same, very much like you. So it's a lot safer. Now that I live in like a big city and travel, I just don't think it's as safe as it was back then. Um, and I just, 
yeah. And also, I'm just egged out by all of this. I just don't want a relationship or anything or connection to start in this way because you don't know this person. And look, I understand that you don't know everyone when you first meet them. But what's different about this is that there's already this like underlining like approval and go ahead, I guess, of like that you're going to have sex. I mean, of course, at any point you can say no, like we'll always have consent and like that goes for the guy and the girl, of course. Um, and you can turn around and be like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to have sex. Um, and I think I did. I did do that a couple of times. I didn't do it always though, because it took me a while to realize that I could. Um, but there is, there's like this, this is why we're here. This is why we're on the app. This is why I'm at your house and you're at my house. Like, we're going to have sex and then that is, this is like the exchange that we're going to have between us. And that is just really unnatural. Like, um, I feel like even now when like the difference between my traveling hookups is that like, it, it doesn't start like that. It always starts as like a friend or a companion or someone to hang out with for the night. It's not always just like, we're going to have sex. Of course, there can be like attraction and you could be like, oh, yeah, I kind of want to get with this guy, of course. But it's less, I don't know, at least artificial. It's less forced. Um, and it's more, I don't know, it's a bit more natural and it's a bit more seamless. Uh, and I guess the Tinder ones or the dating app ones or the hookups from, you know, uni, they're a bit more forced. They're a bit more like we're here for one thing and one thing only. And now, look, the thing that would normally happen after you have sex is you might like lie around for a bit. Typically, a guy likes to show you his camera roll. I don't know why. It's so fucking weird. And you're like, oh, that's so nice. I also have a chocolate lab. Wow, wonderful. You know, very weird, weird time. And then they leave. And then you're left with this feeling afterwards. And this feeling goes for days. And I'm going to talk a bit more about that. This feeling that I'm talking about is, I don't know how else to describe it other than this feeling. And it sort of sets in from the moment that this person leaves you, right? You feel all of a sudden like empty or like maybe you feel whole, maybe you feel excited by this hookup. I don't know, but quite often I would find myself left feeling like bleh and just feeling not used because I wanted the situation, but for lack of a better term, kind of used. And also I learned later, I think I learned this at the yoga retreat actually, or maybe on TikTok, <laughs> um, is that it's because energy has been shared between you, right? And every time someone like enters you in terms of sex, they're leaving a bit of their energy with you. And I think because quite often this, and this goes for both both people in this um, act, I guess, quite often because this isn't a very natural or normal connection, this energy is very much distorted because it's not coming from one, a place of love, two, a place of genuine connection, or like three, friendship. It's literally two strangers, like, you know, coming together and joining their energies, and their energies are like down there going, hey, hey, to one another, and then they leave each other, and then your energy is just sort of reeling after it and is a bit like, what the fuck was that? And then, in most cases, it goes 
hey, like, this is weird. We need to meet back up with that person, right? We need to see that energy again so that we don't feel so weird. We need to just, like, maybe, maybe, like, <laughs> for lack of a better term again, like, touch it again. Just see that energy again. See what it's like. And if we keep doing it, then maybe we won't feel so strange. Now, this is obviously, like, a really strange, hippy-dippy, theoretical way of describing that feeling post-sex when you just, like, message a guy or expect him to send you a message or want, you know, want him to make plans to meet up with you. This is like my hippy dippy explanation of this, I guess, because I don't have a better way of explaining it. But as soon as I heard about the energies being left within another, like within uh, two people or sort of distorted or um, impacted by the sexual act, I kind of was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Because I never felt fucking satisfied after these hookups. And I always wanted the, this validation as well. Like I always wanted them to message me or tell me that like they want to see me again or something like that. And I always was like searching for more connection. Even when my brain literally was like, you don't even like this guy. You're not even attracted to him. You don't even like him in any way or shape or form. It's literally just that like you've done something your energies have connected and they're just, it was so forced that it, it's left you feeling so just wrong or confused. And yeah, and then it leaves you wanting more, not because it was something that was good, but because it was something that was strange and possibly not meant to happen. Um, and that's how I feel now. Like now I don't really want to put my body through that because I just, I'm way too hyper aware of that feeling now. And I'm like, oh God, no, like that's horrible. Like, ugh. And then if I do it, I'm quite often left with shame because I'm like, because oh, I'm so aware, right? I I just go, oh, I just like, I, I have this voice in my head that's like, Rue, you didn't need to do that. Like, you don't need to have sex to fuel something or feel connected to this person. You could just chat and have a wine. Like, you don't need to kiss them or do this. Like, it's not going to make you feel any better. And then the voice in my head becomes even sometimes harsher and it's like you're such a you know it's such a slut and I've told myself this time that I'm like you're so obsessed with sex and you want this connection but you don't deserve it and I don't know it goes into this very negative spiral um and that that was a bit a bit too much maybe to share but it has like it really has and then I become so disgusted with the situation that I then ghost the person and I don't ever talk to them again because not because of them, but because of me and my negative, you know, negative thoughts. And then my energy in my body, like dismissing that and wanting more, but also being like, no, it wasn't very nice. Like, I don't know why we did this. Does this make any sense? I hope it does. Um, and I hope I'm not talking too fast, but I think it's so interesting. And we've got to be so mindful of the energies that we put into our bodies in terms of sex and we should possibly be more careful and I think I just wasn't for years and that's okay because I was learning you know I'm not gonna harsh myself because I'm learning about this kind of stuff but I definitely just don't think I want to live like that again um and if I do then like I don't know just be more careful and then also try fix that afterthought um and maybe just knowing about this energy clashing and the fact that I'd have a tendency to have quite a harsh um following mind thought 
maybe I will be kinder and, you know, just be more careful and more selective as well because of that. I also think about a lot of my friends and myself during this time at uni when I was hooking up with people quite consistently and how we were always just searching for a more connection. And I think it was due to this feeling um, that was left and impacted in our bodies after we had these connections with people and after we hooked up with people. But also I think it was just that we always were continuously trying to force something that was not natural or not easy and it and like we just didn't realize it at the time if that makes sense you know because we were always trying to go for these guys who would met through a dating app or we'd met and we'd sleep with first and like our soul relationships had been based on sex and we were always trying to force more connection and trying to be with them and every time that they re- like didn't show it back it hurt so fucking bad and it was always like really painful and really hard to to understand and because it was like we're so great right you know us strong independent women we are strong and we are independent you know who wouldn't want to be with us but the thing is that every time they said no it didn't we didn't just stop there you know we kept coming back for that other connection we understood when I say we understood, I say with quotation marks on my fingers, like we understood that we weren't supposed to date these people, except we kept engaging in sexual acts with these people. And like, that was not normal. And it always made us feel like we weren't good enough when we totally were. We just didn't have the power in ourselves or didn't understand that what we really truly needed to do at the time was just cut it off with these people then. Because as I like to say now, like, You can't subscribe to the girlfriend subscription without dating me, you know? Like, you need to go through with all of this um, and not just some, especially... And and, and when I say this, I mean only for those situations when you want more, right? If you only want sex, that's so fine. Keep going for that. If it's working for you and you're fine and your self-esteem's fine and all of that, you know? Um, I don't want this to be like a big negative hookup culture sucks thing because it it doesn't it's so fun it's so many lessons to be learned you learn so much about yourself um and it's very empowering and it's great but for those certain situations where you are starting to want more and you're wanting a relationship and you're trying to get it out of this person who you only have sex with and cuddles and pits your head and gives you forehead kisses but doesn't see you in public or doesn't hold your hand in public or go on dates like that's where it gets messy and that's where I think you should end those things as soon as you possibly can and wait for someone who wants to subscribe to the whole subscription, you know, and really seriously just end it. Like don't don't keep hanging on and thinking that you can fix them or that you can wait around for them because, girl, you don't need to and you shouldn't, you know, like you shouldn't be waiting around. You should be moving on being selfish, as I say, and putting yourself first and always forward in these things. And like, this is just something that I did for years with that, with my ex, you know, I just didn't do that. And I, eventually I did get a datum, but it was just, it went up in flames and it was bad because it just never was something that was natural or easy, easy in the way it should be easy, you know, like things are going to be hard, of course, but, um, yeah, this, that time was just 
just so fucked up and it just wasn't enjoyable for anyone. And it was so forced. Like it really was so forced. And that they don't have to be like, I, I know I'm not speaking from experience because I have not yet had a relationship um, that isn't built in this way, to be honest. Um, but I know that they're out there and I see them and I think they're there if you put the energy into the universe and you manifest them for sure. Um, but also quite often, I think the universe has quite a few lessons for us to learn before it allows us to reach that point, which we would like to be at or which would be really nice, you know? Um, so yeah, I think I don't want this to be like a big, like hookup culture sucks, but like it does suck. And it's also super fun because it was super fun. Um, it just, I feel like it's left a lot of us and I'm not close as I was with a lot of my friends at the time. Um, but I just remember how we were and I know now in my everyday, I just, I have so much to learn about myself still. And I wonder if I didn't get so caught up in this boy chasing and finding the next person to be my new situationship. Maybe I would have had more time for myself like I do now. And I really am enjoying this time that I'm having by myself. And I'm sure that this is the way it's meant to go in my linear line of life or whatever. Um, I'm sure it is because otherwise, you know, like why else would I be going through it now? Um, all I can say is that I hope my listeners and my lovely friends who are from Otago Uni or people who are in university listen to this and just, I don't know, get some wisdom from this and just take time for yourself. Don't keep chasing the next situation, Chip, and figure out, you know, like how you are without Tinder, without Hinge, without hookups, without consistently going to a bar and thinking, who is my next love interest, you know, because like I literally would do that and now I do not give a fuck, I don't care at all, I just want to have fun with my friends and, and get better at my dancing because I'm such a weird dancer in the club and the, you know, in bars and whatnot, um, yeah, like I just don't care and I also just think I've really just think I'm way funnier than any guy I've seen in the past couple months with the exception of one but I really am and so I'm like I need to leave Bondi for one because I'm not the people here's standards I know that and they're not my standards so that's fine like I don't care but it's it's been a great place for me to heal and chill out and be alone but I'm excited to go to an area where I might have um a potential love interest or, you know, expand that plot. I'm excited, but I'm also not like desperate for it because this has been so enjoyable. And if it continues in my next couple of destinations, uh, that also will be so enjoyable. You know, it's all about um, not forcing things, not forcing your energy to clash, clash. Why do I keep making up words here? Clash with other people and causing these like ripples of, pain inside you you know oh, it's just so interesting and I I'm really worried that everyone's gonna think that hippy dippy shit that I was saying about the energies is just like a blase you know kind of thing but I really believe it and if you don't that's okay um but perhaps you have another way of describing that feeling that you feel after you have a slightly meaningless hookup but you keep seeking meaning maybe you do maybe you're already aware of it but that's just my explanation of it oh so, 
how has uni hookup culture ruined me now here in 2023? Well, for one, I don't really know how to date. I am scared to have sex with strangers and scared that I'm going to feel how I've felt in the past afterwards. I am hesitant to connect with people because I have hurt myself in my past relationships and I've hurt people and I'm just really terrified that I'll do it again. Um, I am nervous to share with friends when I actually like someone. I am unable to actually know when I like someone because I just don't know if I just want to have sex with them or I want them to message me or if I actually really like them as a person. And yeah, that's probably really the summary of most of it, to be honest. Um, I'm in this constant back and forth of like, I can't wait to get traveling because I just want to like have these like quick, easy, meaningless hookups. And then I'm also in this mindset of that's not good for you, Rue. That's not going to help you. You know, you need to just be alone. And I just keep going back and forth between these two mind ide- like mindsets and I keep like they're battling in my head because I think you may have noticed over the past couple podcasts where I'm like, yeah, no, I just want to be alone. And then I also, you know, contradict myself quite often and be like, I can't wait to just have like meaningless blah, 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 fun when I'm in, you know, when I'm in, um, you know, the UK and Europe and whatnot and traveling and when it doesn't mean anything. And it is because I genuinely, I don't know. I just can't figure it out. I can't figure out what I want. Um, And I know that I don't need to figure anything out, right? Life is just like, just be chill, all of that kind of shit. But I just, yeah, I'm just consistently battling with these ideas and it's it's frustrating. And I think it's just this lift, like this imprint and this mark that uni culture has left on me. And it's left me a bit in the ruins and it's left me a bit confused about knowing and see, you know, what I, what I want and seeing what I realize I need or just, just, just understanding it. Like it really has. And I think because it was so easy to get, you know, to have sex, um, especially as a female and especially as a young person and uni. And it's so much harder now um, as a young adult, um, understanding that it's going to be easy again traveling isn't necessarily the safest mindset and isn't necessarily the most like easy or chill feeling to have because it, it scares me as well. Um, so yeah, uni culture is so much fun and all of this has been a wild ride, but it definitely has been intense and stressful as well and definitely just something that I'm always thinking about and always trying to heal because it just left me feeling it left me in a weird place and after I did what I did last um year in June like I mean you've probably heard over the course of the podcast if you've been a religious listener like I don't feel good even to this day about my actions and I don't feel like I can make connections easily or I don't feel good about myself and I know that all of that and all of that consistent and easy sex is what led me to my actions. And so I just, I'm terrified of it all. And I'm so scared. As I said before, I'm so scared I'll, I'll hurt someone. Um, and I don't, don't even want to do that again, you know. Yeah. 
So I'm going to leave this week's episode there. I feel like I've touched most of the points I wanted to. This is still a subject that I feel like there's space and room to chat about. Uh, And yeah, it's just such an interesting time in our lives. And I think it's going to be interesting to keep navigating my love life, relationships, feelings about being alone and a strong, independent woman. Because, I mean, this is sort of the backbone of this topic, isn't it? So I guess I will continue to document that as well on my podcast. But I feel like I completely forgot to give you a life update. I have three weeks in Sydney left, which is insane, like literally insane. Two more weeks of work. I've got my 23rd birthday coming up as well. I've got my friend Emma's birthday tomorrow too, which is really exciting. Um, And we're going for like a fancy dinner, which I'm really looking forward to. And yeah, I mean, everything's coming up and then I'm away. I'm on on four different planes to get to fucking UK. Um, So that's exciting. But other life updates. The other day I was at work and I was at my bar job and I was eating a burger and I got out the back to eat my burger and I had it in my mouth and I started to like slip on the wet floors out the back of the brewery and I started to go, whoa, whoa, and like go back and forth and like trying to catch myself so I didn't fall. And then eventually I just fell. But of course I had my burger in my mouth. And so my burger just fell, boom, 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 all down my body and onto the floor. And one of the chefs was watching me and she was like, Rue, oh, and like was so, like so shocked that I fell because it wasn't the first time she's seen me fall. Actually, so much has happened at this job that I haven't told you about. I For one, I fell with my burger and she was like, oh, that's the second time I've seen you fall or something and asked me if I was okay. And I was fine. I just lost my burger, which was a bit sad, to be honest. Another time... I was closing and there was quite a few people like when I, not like actual customers, but like our friends who were just there. So I was putting up the stools because I could, because these people weren't real customers, real people, but not customers. And they were sitting there having a drink and I was chucking the stools up. And then I eventually, I think I brought it. This is, it's hard for me to remember this because it was nighttime and because I brought some chairs in and then the stool that I put on the bar had fallen and it just it knocked me out and I fully knocked myself out at work and I went to the ground and then I woke came to it and everyone was like whoa are you okay and I think I was out for like half a second but still I knocked myself out and that was pretty exciting another time I cut my finger and I almost fainted so yeah there's a lot to happen at that one I would love to see the footage of me falling with my burger in my mouth or me knocking myself out with the stool. That would be fantastic. That would be amazing. I would really love that. What else has happened? Lately, life's been so fun because all my friends, me, Emma, Ruby, Zach, and Milo and Sam, we all meet up and we have like dinners. We had a knocky night. Then we had a roast dinner. We had, I made vegan nachos one night. We had pesto pasta we had crepes like we just have like the best meals and we eat them all at the boys house and it's just been so nice like I can't really cook or I don't really like cooking and that was my new year's resolution so I'm I'm failing that and we're in June um but I'm loving that it's so it makes me miss living in a flat or a share house with people back home that was one of the best things about uni was like living all together and doing meals together It seems so annoying and so stressful at the time, but actually was wonderful and I miss it now as an adult. Um, So yeah, I don't know if there's anything else to update you on my life. I am packing 
I am going through that hard time of trying to figure out what I do need and what I don't need, uh, which is so difficult in terms, well, well, it's not really, but like, I'm so attached to things that I don't need to be attached to. And then I can all of a sudden just be so nonchalant about things. I don't understand it. I'll be like, no, I need this top. And then when I'm doing the culling of my pile, I'm like, I don't even like this top. I don't even wear it. So I'm going through several stages of grief as I pack for Europe, which is a bit. But I'm excited. I'm very excited, actually. And I've had so much fun recording these podcasts and chatting to you all about it. It is almost the year anniversary of when my whole world changed and I moved overseas. I moved to Queenstown and moved overseas and all that, la, 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 la. Um, and I wonder, I would... I might do an episode reflecting on that. I'm not sure. We'll see how I'm feeling. We'll see if you guys get to hear what I write in my journal. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, I hope you're having a wonderful week. And if you listened all the way to this point of the podcast, well done. High five. Lots of love. Have a fabulous day wherever you are or evening. Safe driving if you're driving. I'm kind of hyper because I had some chocolate. And good night. See you later. Love you lots.